I was a competitive swimmer. I grew up wanting to go to the Olympics for swimming. Oh, wow. So Cody, so we were kind of thrown in the entertainment industry and it wasn't something I ever thought I would be interested in. But I'm like happy in the content that I'm creating and I'm always being my true self and being vulnerable and open. Then I don't really necessarily care what people, other people have to say, if that makes sense. Like, because I'm happy. So I try to not let people's opinions of me bring me down if I am personally happy. When Instagram started, like I remember when I first signed up and I was getting comments like that and then I was like, I don't want to post photos anymore. (laughs) Hi guys, us again. Welcome back to another episode of Beauty Boss, the podcast about all things beauty and beyond. I'm Jackie from the team at Girlfriend and I'm joined by the darling Alana. Hello. Each week we'll be bringing you an interview with one of the biggest names in the industry and finding out all of their tips and tricks, but we'll also be delving beyond skin deep to find out how they've learned to embrace their own unique beauty. We sure are. And today we're speaking to the mega Aussie babe, Ali Simpson, and of course our holy grails and beauty fails of the week. And boy, oh boy, do we have some goodies for you. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Let's jump into it, Jackie. So, Alana, holy grail. What's yours? This week, I'm back to my regular programming of an overpriced product. (laughs) Uh, Welcome back. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm obsessing with the brand new Too Faced Natural Lust palette. Now, I bought the Natural Love palette when it came out like four years ago, which I liked. But this one, so much better than the first version. The colors are better. The pigment's better. The selection all around better. It's $86 from Mecca. I mean, in the world of palettes, that's not crazy. There's a lot of colours. There's 30 shades in the palette. Mm. So at $86, it yeah. works out to $2.85 per shadow. A quick math, Alana. Some, some snappy maths for you. Resident math guru here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not the worst price you could pay for an eyeshadow exactly. palette, given it's actually quite big. Yeah. Stella for travel, very slim line, big mirror in it. And, I mean, the colours are really well laid out as well, so it's really easy to go, oh, yes, I'm going to use this row of shades for my look today. There, Jackie, what's yours? <laughs> um, I want to show some, I don't know, sprinkle some light on a not well-talked-about product, moisturiser. I feel like it doesn't get enough love. Are we talking face or body? Body. Right. Um, you know, my legs are quite dry in these wintry months. Um, my product that I use every single week, Bean Body, Body Balm Vanilla Bean. Say that five times. Bean. <laughs> 25 bucks from Maya. It was an impulse buy, um, maybe like five years ago. And I literally use it every single day. I love it. Vanilla scent, smooths everything, slathery, lovely. Goodness. <laughs> slathery. That's exactly is how this, I want to feel. Is this why people don't talk about moisturizers a lot? Probably. Probably. <laughs> okay. Enough about that embarrassment. Alana, fail. Your turn. It's just a, it's an ongoing issue because I refuse to let go of products until they're dead You can't use them. There's nothing to do, mainly because I spend so much damn money on them. (laughs) So as you're probably aware, I've mentioned it maybe five times on the podcast that Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with the Bobbi Brown Smoky Lash Mascara. Obsessed. Runs deep. And at the moment, I'm on the back end of it. I really should be throwing it out. It's pretty dry and I just refuse because it still works. It's, it's fine yeah. until it gets to halfway through the day and it starts to like flake off a little bit. And I'm not getting the oh. under eye flakies. I have Where really sensitive eyes uh, and the flakies are going 
into my eyes. Ah, into into the ball region. Yes, yes. So then I rub my eyes because they're itchy. No. And then my eyes like puff up because they're so sensitive. Ah. So I end up looking like I've got a black eye, but it's really because I refuse to get rid of my mascara. Is this why you look like this today? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Happens on the regular. I go to bed, my eyes swell up. It's a disaster. Never. I'll learn one day or not. It is what it is. Anyway, enough about us. Let's get into the chat with Ali Simpson. You may know her as Cody Simpson's sister, but all-rounder Ali is so much more than that. This stunner certainly knows her way around the YouTube world with over half a million subscribers for content that ranges from beauty to travel to singing. She's also an actress, model, radio host, and fashion columnist. And she is just 21. This Aussie superstar has joined us in the studio. So welcome, Ali Simpson. Thank you so much. That was such a lovely intro. I'm so happy to be here. We try our hardest. (laughs) So first cab out the rank, as a teenager, did you expect that you would be here at 21? Not at all. Uh, Not at all. Like to say, I mean, I moved to LA when I was 12 for my brother Cody's career and had no idea I wanted to get into this kind of work and we, I was a competitive swimmer. I grew up wanting to go to the Olympics for swimming oh, wow. and so did Cody. So we were kind of thrown in the entertainment industry and it wasn't something I ever thought I would be interested in. But since being exposed to everything over there in LA, I just figured out that I loved it and I wanted to keep going and kept working hard and now I'm here in 21 and I'm proud of myself. So that's good. Oh, yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, do you have sort of a favourite career moment that you've – ticked off as oh, a favorite career moment one of the coolest things that I got to do alongside Cody we got to go to Rio during the Olympics and run in the torch relay in the opening ceremony torch relay so I think that was like that doesn't have specifically something to do with my career yeah. but that was like a cool thing because Still of pretty my cool career. so <laughs> I'm like that's one of the coolest things that we both say to this day but um it like if I'm talking career-wise it's honestly just being able to do what I love every day I think that's like amazing make music act and host and all that kind of stuff it's just great Mm, and I guess being at the Olympics too would have fueled your little swimming dreams as well I definitely did we we both went and watched the swimming and we're like should we like swim again should we (laughs) go back into swimming we're like no it's too deep now (laughs) can't get out yeah throw a swim cap on and jump on in yeah ready (laughs) seriously seriously so being such a beauty and fashion icon do you ever look at some of the looks that either you chose or like your mum put you in Mm -hmm. that you're just like what (laughs) was that (laughs) honestly if mum's helping out it's always amazing I learned most of my fashion um uh, style, I guess, from my mum. But I think there'd been, there would have been some moments for sure when I was like 12, 13, 14, when I like first started doing red carpets and stuff and I was dressing myself. And it, like, you'd Google like young Ally and I would yeah. just be like, what? <laughs> we have to, we have to go through those moments to figure ourselves out. And I think we've all had those shocking, why would I wear that ever? moments um so I've definitely had some of those oh (laughs) definitely I don't think I would call my mum a a style like love you mum but I don't think I would be (laughs) able to (laughs) my mum put me in velour leopard print tights when I was a child so my god she's not a fashion star sorry (laughs) that is hilarious (laughs) yeah 
You really lucked out on the mum's part. <laughs> my mum's like way groovier than I am. I'm like she puts on an outfit and I'm like, how can I create that out of my closet? Like what do I have that's that cool? So Sneaking in, taking some of her pieces. I do all the time. I'm like we're like the same size sometimes, but it's funny. <laughs> um, did you always love like beauty and fashion when you were growing up? Not until I moved to the States. No, it took me a while to get into that. And even for the first couple of years in the States, I was – never wearing makeup like I was going to Cody's concerts just like face full of braces didn't brush my hair no makeup or anything until I was like 16 I was like oh I can actually like have fun with this and and started you know making friends and experimenting and just yeah finally found this major love for it and like if I never moved there I would never have known I guess so it's pretty cool yeah and so what made you decide to start your own YouTube channel it all started right when we moved to the States, like five, six years ago. Oh, it's going to be way longer than that now. But I think I've had YouTube for about six years. And I sort of grew up making funny videos and things like that with my friends. So it actually started me and like my two best friends, Ruby and Sophie, back in the day, we um would write these like comedy skits and film them and then put them on YouTube. And that was kind of around the time Cody was putting up his like music covers on YouTube. So it was like just for fun and just so like other people at school could see it and stuff like that. But it sort of started catching on and I kept that going. And in the beginning it was all just like funny skits and, you know, at my (laughs) brother's shows and all that kind of stuff. And then it turned into this thing and people were like, can we see like makeup? Can we do this? Can we do that? And this was sort of like before – YouTubers and stuff were a thing. Like it was just YouTube to and it was just have you know, fun. Yeah, like, chuck up whatever. You, yeah. You're so doing before, or yeah, like I mean, the amazing epidemic that it is now. But at the time, it was just like me figuring it out, and I kept going and built an amazing following, and just went from there. Yeah. Cool. I mean, you're you're always so open with your experiences on mm. on your channel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of your job is sharing so much about yourself online. Yeah. Um, and you've put up a few bullying videos as well. Mm-hmm. Is it hard when you come across people who who do sort of tease you and make fun of? you know what you put out there? I think when I was younger, I used to take it to heart a lot more. I it would definitely bother me, and I think that's because you are you know, 14, 15, 16, yeah. and you don't know who you are yet. So someone says something about you and you're like, it's true, <laughs> you know, so it, it really like get, it hits you close to home. But I've noticed the more that I go along with my career and, and you know, figure out who I am more, it's definitely bothers me less. And if I'm like happy in the content that I'm creating and I'm always being my true self and being vulnerable and open, then I don't really necessarily care what people, other people have to say, if that makes sense, like because I'm happy so it's not – I try to not let people's opinions of me bring me down if I am personally happy. So, yeah. Well, but yeah, don't get me wrong. Like when you read things sometimes it's like, ooh, but <laughs> you gotta you gotta just keep just ignoring it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I guess when I was fourteen, if someone made fun of my haircut, I would think it's the end of the world and oh, yeah. cry for two yeah. weeks straight. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, like when Instagram started, like I remember when I first signed up and I was getting comments like that and then I was like, oh, I don't want to post photos anymore. Like <laughs> yeah. is my hair really that yeah. bad? Like, I don't, I don't even like, know. No, you're so pretty. I'm like, but I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's just all part of the learning experience and, yeah. and growing up with it. Yeah. How do you cope with, um, you know, those mean comments when you come across them on your socials? Um, 
I mean, I talk to my family a lot. So, like, I will try, I'll bring it up to them and we'll end up just sort of laughing about it or, or joking about it and yeah. just making it a lighthearted conversation and just yeah. not taking it personally, I think. And my family's very positive all the time. So, it's just, I, I know I'm a big talker. And I think the worst thing that you can do if you are getting bullied or you are getting negative comments is to sort of stay alone and be sad about it because it's only going to make it worse. So yeah, Mm. just talk to people. That's my biggest piece of advice. Yeah. And do you try and keep some of your life separate from social media or are you kind of just an open book? Everything's on the table. I definitely like to keep a lot of it pretty private, but I am pretty vulnerable online too. So it's, it's weird. Like I'd have certain you know things in my life whether it's like relationships or um you know things to do with friends and stuff like I like to keep that private like I wouldn't tell a specific story but if I am you know wanting to talk about it as a whole like Mm -hmm. you know get trying to give advice on relationships or friends like I'll do it like I'll sum it up but I won't like name people or make it specific because that's my life and you know but if I can take my experiences and help other people with it that's when I sort of like to share but just sort of as a whole like summing it up really yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, on your channel you have um such a large range of videos that you upload yeah do you have a like favorite one that you really love doing I don't lately I'm finding I'm getting more into like the makeup and beauty stuff I think because I'm learning a lot from like other people on Instagram and YouTube and I'm like, okay, like I can try that too. <laughs> um, but for me, I mean, I always loved just being my like open and vulnerable self and being funny and, and making, you know, like Ask Ali videos and, and, you know, making it funny in some sort of way. Like that's what I do love to do because I one of my main loves is like hosting and just being me basically yeah, yeah. on camera so if I can create content like that I love it and then but I obviously have all my music stuff up there too which yeah. is always fun um and but yeah the beauty stuff I'm loving lately for sure do you yeah. have a beauty influencer that you sort of I'm, always stalking <laughs> not really no I'm honestly really bad at following like specific people on YouTube like if yeah. people will be like who's your favorite YouTuber like yeah. I don't know like <laughs> I'll watch I'll watch videos on YouTube but mm-hmm. I don't like I wouldn't consistently go back to one person and huh. yeah, like it's really weird. Like I've never really gotten around like YouTubers as a as a whole. I think yeah. it's awesome, yeah. but like I just like to watch a little bit everyone because I think everyone's got something different to serve. And, so and you're always in the recommended videos, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> but you find like the random videos and then you're like, what, no, what yeah. am I watching? Yeah, and yeah. then I always just go into suggested, suggested. So yeah. I'm, I'm not usually sticking to a channel. I'm all yeah. over the place, really. The deep dark web of yes. YouTube. <laughs> yeah. You can get you start watching the weirdest things sometimes. Like I don't know how I got to this, but this is really interesting. <laughs> Six hours later. <laughs> So when you're, um, you know, trying to find some beauty inspiration, mm. do you just jump on YouTube and search for like a particular thing, you know, like a winged eyeliner or is it just getting lost? It's, it is a lot of just getting lost. Um, I, I like to sort of just, I don't really look up tutorials if I'm trying to do a smoky eye or anything. Like I, for some, I try to figure it out myself and I think I've, I've had a, I'm lucky because I've had a lot of experience working with lots of different makeup artists in the States for five, six years. So I think I've learnt something from each one and this come along and I always ask them like tips on how I can, if they do an, an eye, they'll be like, oh, I'll teach you it. So I've actually cool. like learnt a lot myself already. So then if I am trying to create a look, sometimes I, I try, sometimes it works, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. But um, yeah, I usually just try and experiment on myself because I think everybody's different, you know. Yeah. Not always like the same look looks good on someone else and sometimes I look terrible in eyeliner so it's like trying to figure out what works for you and what doesn't. Yeah. 
In your makeup bag, what would you say are your like top must have necessity products for every day? I think I'm a really big on like hydrating my skin. I did a photo shoot pretty recently and there was this makeup artist and she was, a, and I really liked how her foundation looked and I was like what's the foundation and she's like oh it's not the foundation it's what goes underneath the foundation and I'm like that's actually really true because like I've tried lots of different foundations but she's all about like she had like a, a rose water spray then a moisturizer then a primer then like a hydrating spray and I'm like this is a lot of stuff like I thought she was crazy putting a lot of <laughs> like a lot of things on my face before the foundation went on and then she'd yeah, do like, like eye oil and all these things with so much spritz I'm like <laughs> what is going on but then I w- she's like that's why the foundation looks really and it just makes you look healthier and brighter and so I'm all about hydrating um so just lots of moisturizers and primers and spritz so <laughs> lately I've been all about that and then I'm just a big I'm a big lipstick girl so like I'm always even if I'm not wearing makeup like I love to just put like some kind of liner just to give you a little bit of color or something like that and then I'm I'm loving um benefit when it benefit cosmetics when it comes to eyebrows like I'm, I like to keep my eyebrows really natural so I use this thing called 3d brow tones and it's just like a tinted brush yeah that's one of my favorites at the moment. <laughs> I could probably keep going for so long. <laughs> just list everything in the bag. Yeah, like I just talk my entire makeup routine through my head. But yeah. Now, do you have a go-to look that you always, you know, jump to? Pretty much what I've got on today. So it's like I always do like a full base and stuff like that, but I like to keep it pretty glowy and, and natural. I just do like a pink lip, but then I always wear lashes. So I feel like natural but with lashes and I'm, I'm never really wear eyeshadow or anything like that. So my go-to is just simple glowy pink and lashes. <laughs> <laughs> and who would you say would have been your biggest beauty role model growing up? Oh, my biggest beauty role model. Um, I could say my mom again. Um, she taught me a lot when it comes to makeup as well, but how to do like the non-makeup makeup look because I love the natural look as well. Um, so definitely mom and then I think just online. Like I, I used to be on Tumblr a lot when I was back yes. in the day. You know, Tumblr, oh back, my like, gosh. Before Instagram and stuff like that, I'd sort of scroll and you'd see models with pretty yeah. makeup and I'd always try and like recreate that look and, and stuff like that. So definitely Tumblr. But I wouldn't say there's like a specific – person yeah. necessarily I always loved Selena Gomez and her yes. looks I always think she creates really amazing pretty angelic looks so I look <laughs> to her as well um but yeah that's about it what is the last beauty product that you know really you scraped the barrel you got your finger in there and really oh, had to empty it out yeah it's I've it's honestly been the same product for a couple of years it's a concealer mm. and I've tried so many concealers like anytime I get a new one or get gifted a new one I'll try it and I'm like maybe it will beat this one but it <laughs> never ever does um it's called clay de Poe. yeah and it's it. do you know it <laughs> yeah and it's that I use the, the concealer and almond and yeah. it is unreal like I just can't anytime I try another one it just doesn't work but yeah. um I had a makeup artist named Rokeo or something, I can't remember his last name, um, Lazima or something, and he does a lot of, like, the Kardashians and J-Lo and Beyonce and all that, and he's like, this is, like, the key product, this is the concealer, and I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. Anyway, and the photos, like, looked amazing. I'm like, okay, I'm getting it. And it's, like, not cheap, which is so annoying. So anytime I get to the bottom of it, I'm, like, just honestly digging it out with a little, like, makeup spatula. I'm like, now i got to get a new one. And you have to order it online. But, yeah, I can't, can't beat that product. 
<laughs> so aside from drowning yourself in moisturizers and spritzes, yeah. being on camera all the time, how do you keep your skin looking so fresh, especially under makeup? Yep. Um, I would say drinking water really helps. Like aside from beauty products, I think that really shows um, yeah. when it does come to like how makeup sits on your face and how hydrated you are. Um, but if we are talking about products, um, Beauty Blender released this spritz called Redo. And um, I was working with them recently and, and when they launched this product and it, it's so cool. Like you can't even feel it go on your face. It's so light. It, it honestly just feels like someone's like brushing a fan over you. Like it <laughs> just feels like air. But it's you, could, you can do it like before your makeup, on top of your makeup, and then if you've worn your makeup all day, you sort of spray it and freshen it up and it looks brand new again. So like if I have long days and I'm out and about and um, really trying to – you know, and I don't have time to do a fresh face. I found this spray to really be working for me. So it's a good one. And what's in store for future Ali? Future Ali. Um, I'm going to continue working on music. Um, I've taken a little bit of a break from it recently, but I've just started writing again and sort of refine, like kindling my love for writing music. Um, so I'm working on that this year. And then when it comes to hosting and stuff, I want to keep doing that and um, maybe get back into radio and TV. And then um acting really i'm in acting lessons at the moment so and auditioning so i just want to keep doing that and hopefully explore the world of acting because i haven't really done that yet but it's something i'm very interested in i have to keep our eyes peeled yes watch this space (laughs) seriously thank you yeah I'm so excited. now we have our quick fire questions. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Um, yeah, I've never been more ready. Okay. <laughs> if you could only use one beauty product for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so ready. Never been more ready and now I can't even answer the first question. <laughs> I think it'd just be lip balm, to be honest, because I think you can't go wrong with that. So just simple. like a simple pigmented like Vaseline or something. Nice. <laughs> what one word would you use to describe your beauty routine? pretty repetitive like I pretty much do the same thing all the time I think yeah just my go-to's really yeah what was your biggest beauty fail oh I was wearing hair extensions on a red carpet once and because I I just cut my hair which I'm really excited about because I don't have to deal with hair extensions anymore (laughs) but I had it was at the Arias a couple of years ago and I my cousin came with me and was like helping me on the red carpet anyway I'm standing taking photos with Cody on the red carpet and I feel this like hair coming down my back (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I actually think one's falling out. So I'm trying to like signal my cousin to like – this is on the step and repeat. So the people are taking photos at this moment. So I'm smiling next to Cody and this piece of hair and I'm like, Charlie, like you got to – you got to come walk behind me. So anyway, I'm like, open your bag. She opens her bag and she like pulls the hair out, this piece of hair extension. <laughs> like a handkerchief. Honestly, like behind me, pulls it out and shoves it in her little – like her little purse and just walks away. <laughs> I'm like, it, it, there was no photos of it. Like, you couldn't actually see. There is one photo where you can see one that, like, looks a little bit too long. But, yeah, that she was She was really fail. slick with it. Just she was. slided <laughs> in. I was like, I need back. you all the time. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. So, that's my that's sort of my memory when I think of it fail. It's, it's <laughs> what's hilarious. The, what's the beauty trend you've never mastered? Uh, I think eyeliner. Yeah. I just can't. And I don't like every time I try, I'll do one eye and I can do it. But then I'm a perfectionist. And if the other side's not even, I'm like, it's just all got to come mm, off. I can, can never do it. <laughs> so I always try and do like a smoky or something instead. Like I'll use like a black shadow and try and just like draw yeah. it along. But I can't do the wing. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> and when do you feel you're most beautiful? I think 
the, uh, two different things. Like, honestly, like when I get my hair and makeup done and I'm going to an event and I like just feel super fire, like I can say mm-hmm. that. But then most of the time, like if I've just done like yoga or if I've gone for a run and like or go swim in the ocean and just feel like really clean and really fresh and really healthy, that's also when I feel most beautiful. So I feel like it's it's a bit of both. Best of both worlds, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, and lastly, if you could give a piece of advice to your 16-year-old self, what would it be? Keep going. I think, or everything gets better with time. Because, you know, when you're 16 and you, you're dealing with things, you know, personally, you're feeling self-conscious or like going through a breakup or whatever, you know, it's like you feel like it's the end of the world. But, you know, everything gets better with time. And I think, yeah, just keep your head up, keep going, keep working hard, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. That was great. It was really fun. It's been oh. a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Serious everything envy like how can she do so much and stay looking so flawless i know we need the tips should re-listen to this and jot some notes down just put them on an inspiration board plan out our lives clip out some pictures getting a bit creepy (laughs) that's all we have time for today girlfriends so please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so we can get into your ear holes every single week please rate review it means we can get into more ear holes more people can hear us chat (laughs) you can also find us on instagram at beauty boss podcast make sure you tell us what you want to hear and who you want to hear it from next episode we'll be bringing you another awesome interview with another one of our favorite girl bosses so make sure you tune in and also don't miss our holy grails and fails (laughs) but until then try applying dry shampoo before you go to bed has more time to absorb bye